it's stone. And we're out here living our best summer lives, thotting it up. I'm out here in my little short shorts, <laughs> enjoying the last full summer day of New York City. Before I'm out there wearing triple fat goose, Timberlands, heavy Jenko jeans. I don't know why Jenko jeans. They feel like they're fucking warm, right? Uh, no, dude. I yeah. mean, they are warm. They are you warm? don't wear them in warm yeah, weather. I mean, we're going back. You know what I'm saying? They're know. like wearing a blanket. I'm saying this basically. is what tomorrow. I'm saying once we go back to the fall <laughs> oh, and shit. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Once we get back yeah, to the yeah, fucking, yeah. you know, like, the, the 50 cent weather. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Bro, like, that Wu Tang weather. The out in the corner weather. Like, you know what I'm saying? I, I don't understand this. Today is literally high girl summer outside. And tomorrow is supposed to be like fall. It's just like, yo, I'm here. Yeah, sad boy, sad boy winter, basically. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> She left me because I cheated. <laughs> don't understand, fam. Yes. Don't understand. But we're going to enjoy it while we still can. Yes. You know what I don't? I also don't understand? Where the hell Kanye's album's at? Yeah, I feel I feel a little... Let, this is, this is, but you know what? It's our fault. Because, you know, at a certain point, like all single kids know, you know, you get those promises from your parents. Like, oh, yeah, I'll be here next week. And, you know, they don't fucking show up. And by this time, we should, this, is, this is many years. Many years. You know what I'm saying? Dad all left us. You know what I'm saying? Changed his whole worldview. Dragged us to some weird fucking MAGA church. You know, there's a lot of issues here. But still, every Christmas, we sit there and hope that one day, old dad will come back. And that's where we are. <laughs> yeah. So, but all right. So this is this is a little bit different from last time because last time when he dropped, um, I don't even remember the title of the last the album. Life, the life of Pablo. No, no, no. Oh, no um, yay, yay. It was yeah. just yay, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah it, it was, you know, it was, was catastrophic. You know, like it, it was catastrophic, not catastrophic, but it was just like disorganized <laughs> the release. But it, like, it was released. Whereas this is like, you know, there's this whole, it's like having this whole marketing and ramp up plan. It's like having like, you know, months of, of marketing for the Avengers and then like Friday after like night drops and like there's no movie to be found. Oh, you know, it's horrible. It's it's and, crazy. And you remind me because I remember if, even with Ye, it was weird because it felt like it was controlled chaos. Because I remember the big deal was that they're going to have these listening sessions in Wisconsin. Oh, it's yeah. A, yeah, Wisconsin, right? Uh, no, Montana. Montana? Was it Montana? Yeah. So there was a lot of confusion as far as that was around, but it was like one city. This motherfucker's been touring this chaos. Yeah, <laughs> you know, and the most interesting thing about this is like he's had several different listening parties now. He had Detroit, Chicago, New York, and nothing's leaked. Yeah. Nothing is leaked. Yeah, which I which I give respect to. Oh no, I respect the hell out of it. Like, there's no nothing on SoundCloud. There's no like bootleg CDRs like out on, on like 125th Street. <laughs> nothing is leaked, which is, I mean, yes, yeah, very interesting. But it's also it's kind of you know, and nobody's gone to social media and, and give given reviews. Like, I don't know what those NDAs are, but it's just kind of crazy that. Um, like there's his album. It's almost like that Wu Tang album. Remember, like they like oh, the, yeah, that, that the was, dude like spent like millions of dollars for. Yeah, and like we'll never hear. Yeah, I feel like maybe this is the album. This is like the thing. It's just like <laughs> he's just doing this, and like the album is an experience. Yeah, no, it's crazy because you know? there's a there's a writer I follow, Kiana Fitzgerald, who's very dope. Um, she was basically talking about how, like, you know, she got invited, and it's just like she's on the train, and this is a, a sea of Yeezys <laughs> working their way to fucking the venue, and and it's something where, and I guess it's kind of cool because at least in this case, it's kind of Christiany and churchy, where it's more of an event than actual music, and but I don't think it's kind of sad where the dude who used to be all about the music. These things are turning turning into more celebrity events, you know, from the fact of where, you know, I was reading about Yes Jules, you know, being on a private jet to fucking, 
you know, flying out to fucking Montana, apparently. Which I, and then now fucking is just like he's just showing up in all these random cities, having all these listening parties where only the chosen few can attend. You know what I'm saying? To sell you basically a buck fifty in merch. Yeah. And the other thing, too, is like you have Kim Kardashian going on Instagram, like uh, scribbling out like the, the album titles on Marriott, like <laughs> <laughs> hotel notepad, <laughs> reassuring everybody that the album is finished and it's coming. You know, it's, it's oh, it's it's so crazy. Like it's so weird. And and I guess it I guess it works because like definitely the Trumpism didn't help his last the the, the Pablo rollout. <laughs> but I guess this kind of helps out a little more because at least it's just regular fucking just nonsense. Like at least it's not offensive. I mean, we could make the argument as you know. I, I guess the most per- offensive part here is that he claims that he's no, no longer doing quote unquote secular music. You know, quote unquote, it's going to be everybody says it's very gospel heavy. He reunited, reunited the clips because, you know, it's basically a gospel album. So that's where they kind of meet, you know, because yeah. brother, because the one member of the clips, the brother, no malice, no yeah. malice turned basically from malice, to no malice. He's a he's yeah. a born again Christian. So it's just it's it's interesting because uh, well, I, a couple of things. One, it'll be hilarious if he drops a better Christian album than fucking Chance did. Considering chances of who gave him the wave in the first place, yeah. Because to be honest with you, Ultralight Beam was the probably the, the his kind of I, I won't say resurrected his career, but that's probably been his last breakthrough song. I feel like in in the last couple of years, yeah. Secondly, it's going to be interesting because it's like, all right, cool, I get it, secular music, but he's somebody where he's you know he's known for non secular music. You know, it's he's known for fucking club songs. He's known for you know definitely there was always a, a an aspect of spirituality in his music, but it was also an aspect of where you know you know I love fucking you know I love Jesus, but I also love white girls, both powdered and physical physical form kind. <laughs> yeah. So it's going to be interesting to see him kind of roll this out. And then it's unfortunate where, you know, normally, even though I am not the biggest, you know, Christian or spiritual person out there, I do respect somebody finding a peace. Yeah. And so part of it, me, part of me hopes that this is genuine and not just a fucking album rollout. Yeah. And, and you know, I'm very intrigued by, by the album and, I don't know if that's just because I like Kanye, and I'm not a Kanye stan, obviously, but I, I mean, I enjoy his his work, you know. But I do think that he does have the right formula and the right things in place where he could make a gospel rap album and make it not sound cheesy. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, like like gospel rap doesn't have to be rapping for Jesus. Yeah, you know? like like there can be nuances in gospel and rap. There, and I think like that's one of the things that Chance brought to the table is that nuance. Where that it's nuance. Like, you know, like okay, cool. Like I go to church on Sunday, but I'm probably smoking weed on Saturday. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> you know, and you got you know look like the last, one of the biggest gospel hits was Katy Perry's Dark Horse. <laughs> <laughs> Shouts to copyright laws. <laughs> so no, there's definitely a space in it, and there has been a space where I think in, in the black in the black community, in the black community where the, the there's always been a line of where you know gospel music has always been an important part of secular black music because that's where everybody gets their chops. Yeah, that's where they get their soul, and vice versa. Where it's not surprising where every time there's a gospel like award show, you've got all these you know secular artists kind of hopping in there and doing you know making a guest appearance just because you know that's their roots. Yeah, and it's not frowned upon. Obviously, the music specifically, the topics may not be the greatest thing in the world as far as those two cultures kind of melding together, but it's an acknowledgement that you know they're from the same 
same kind of fucking, you know, apartment complex yeah, kind yeah. of put, it, put yeah. into perspective. But like I said, it's the reason why is it's like I, you know, I think it's easy to kind of say Kanye sucks. It's kind of easy to say that, you know, fuck him, yada, yada, yada. But in general, the brother's been unwell for a little bit, as we all know. Yeah. Um, he has made some joints. And as long as he shuts the fuck up, I'm hoping we get a decent album out of it. Yeah. Well, I, I do have to say, I, I think maybe the, the issue with the album is that the pressure is continuing to get to him. And, you know, Kanye's a person that, I mean, he's like Trump, basically. He reads all of the reviews. And he reads all the tweets. And he reads all of the, ins- you know, like he's he's constantly on social media kind of getting feedback. And maybe that's like what is really kind of, you know, kind of making him doubt himself with these album rollouts where he's changing things like left and right. And he's changing like, you know, tweaking things even after the album is, is released, because I, I think it's that combination of maybe some of his mental instability and also too like having to live in the social media world where, yeah, like you're like, this album is going to get judged like super highly. It's a, the biggest release of the year. Yeah. Like, like hands down, you know, nobody, else is really in like the rap echelon has released anything this year so it's it's just kanye so i'm just saying like that pressure um but i i also feel like too where i guess you know if you're not delivering you also kind of create this (laughs) yeah more pressure (laughs) more pressure you know um because people are now Either like either anticipating it more or just basically saying like fuck you. Yeah, no, it's I, f- I feel like he had a lot of momentum and now it's like eh, whenever it comes out, it comes out. Yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. You know, I, I and look, I I was up a little late the other day and I was like checking to see if it was out. Oh, you know, I, I me too. I, I was on, on Friday night. I was just like, oh shit, it's like fucking like eleven forty five. I was yeah. like, oh, I'll hang out for you know, I can stay yeah. for another three minutes. You know? Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. exactly. And it's just just. It's By the crazy. way, we're, we're both washed. We're like, I, I almost stayed past midnight <laughs> to go listen to this Kanye West album. You, you know what? I own it now. I own it. I own it. I was <laughs> out there. I was up till 12.05. Had two drinks. I had to take myself home. <laughs> I own all of it. Ooh. I am an old man. Yeah. Uh, but no, I mean, look, I, 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 I'm I'm still going to look out for it. Like, I, I, again, this is the biggest hip-hop release of the year, like, hands down. Um and you know, I at the end of the day, I still want Kanye to win. I think like Kanye is a a a great artist, you know. And I I you know, look, I'll never agree with his politics. I'll you know, I'm not agreeing with like all of his kind of craziness that he's doing right now. But he makes great music, so yeah. 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 It's, he's done so much that you you don't ever want to see anybody who's down and and anybody who's kind of looks like they're in a corner, particularly somebody who's kind of soundtracked a lot of what we like and listen to today. So you know, I, I, like I said, that's hope. I hope. I guess I'm hoping for a good album. You know, I got that's all. And you know, God willing, a good album, and, and hopefully he's in a good place. Yeah, yeah. definitely. So on to rappers <laughs> who actually put out albums. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to talk about the baby, the baby. Not to be confused with little baby, or Sada baby, or just baby, <laughs> or just baby. <laughs> How do you get away with that? Yeah, I don't know that I one. thought Baby had lawyers. Yeah, Baby's fucking... Well, but you know, he's just waiting for those fucking... The bank account to get a little fatter. So there's going to be some goons in North Carolina. But anyway, the Baby's had probably one of the, the best glow-ups, I think, in rap history, where a couple of years ago, he was at South by Southwest wearing a diaper. And years later, he's out there on The Tonight Show, you know, basically the breakout rap star of 2019, and this is his second album. Yeah. It's, it's, it's huge. So, um, 
Long story short, he dropped uh, what's Baby on Baby, Baby on Baby around March. Had a big breakout hit called Suge. Suge. Suge? Why can't Suge? Why can't I pronounce Suge. fucking Suge Knight? God yeah. damn. <laughs> I'm washed. Anyway, Suge Knight. But uh, anyway, long story short, since then, he definitely has not stayed quiet because pretty much every major rap label release since then has had a, the baby verse. Yeah. So he's somebody who's been very prolific. He's somebody who's kind of, you know, despite the fact of where it is rapidly rap. He's crossed over where the songs are hitting the top 10 on the charts. He was on a fucking Lizzo remix that was on top 10. You know, he's, he's, he's on a Panini remix now. Like, he's just out there. So we're kind of, you know, poked a little bit at Nas, little Nas X for all the fucking, you know, old, all the little, you know, smart marketing moves he's been yeah. making. Yeah. On the low, the baby's been keeping it very hip-hop, very much like, if you have for anything that's really popping, I will hop on the remix. And as a result, it's probably, like you said, it's weird where Kanye West is probably the biggest hip-hop release of the year. Yeah. But in a weird way, this is probably one of it. Because he's somebody where he's he's relatively young dude, top of the rap game, rap hits, and this is his, his sophomore LP already. Just like fucking six months after the fucking first one. Yeah, no, it's crazy. And, and I was telling you before we started recording, like, like I people were telling me to check the baby. Yeah, I was just kind of like, eh, you know, I, I'm, I'm literally... Just tired rappers, like you know, baby little something. I feel I sound like my dad. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> you little this and baby that. <laughs> what is the real music? <laughs> um, and also too, like the algorithm was not feeding me uh, any of the baby. Um, so I, I actually checked out this album uh, called Kirk, and I really enjoyed it. Oh yeah, yeah no, it's it's a it's. Uh, we'll, all right, so what I like about this album is that it's very much the baby. And because he's got something where he, he's he's hammered it down, so you, you you have this fucking trap beat that's minimalistic that usually has like a little sinister sounding bass line, but not too sinister. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like like playfully sinister, and he just wraps his ass off. The second day he fucking hit record, he's in there. He's hitting you fucking quick bars. He's 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 just very active on the mic, and that's it. Very straightforward. Nothing too special. He's somebody where, it, like, you know, topic-wise, it doesn't really stray too far from a lot of the rap tropes as far as, you know, a little bit of shooting, a little bit of violence, but it's also there's something where it's not it's not menacing. There's a playfulness there. Yeah. It kind of reminds you, and I, we were having a discussion where, like, uh, like Busta Rhymes, yep. um, Ludacris, yep. Yep. it reminds you of, like, those rappers where, you know, they were still, quote-unquote, doing topics that were kind of, you know, not necessarily enlightened, yeah. but they were having fun with it. And like yeah. even with like the like the Shook video where he's just there dressed in the bodysuits. And like and like he's got a long line of videos actually where they're all kind of silly and fun. Yeah. And what I find fascinating about the baby is the fact that he's somebody where, you know, he grew up in North Carolina in the hood. This is a dude where he literally shot somebody like and murdered him like fucking in self-defense. Mm. Like, you know, like a year ago. Like yeah. this is somebody where he came from a certain kind of environment. And it's kind of cool to see him A glow up. And B, have fun with it. Yeah. And it reminds me of uh, another another baby. Like, there's a there's a Detroit MC called Sada Baby, who's very dope also. Mm. And all he does, does a little, all his videos, does a little dance. He does little fucking, just little variations of the two, you know, the old man shuffle. Yeah. And, like, he, even though, again, lyrically, it's not necessarily, you know, the most fun music. Yeah. He, you, his videos, he's having fun. He's just there fucking dancing. He's, yeah. he's like, I'm here, I've got some gold chains on, I'm getting paid to rap, and it's, and it's, it is a fun thing. And it's kind of cool to have a return, and this is very weird, to like happy rap. Again, not necessarily in topic, but the idea of where it doesn't necessarily have to always be doom and gloom. Yeah. And that's, I feel like, a corner where you've been in for a minute. 
is just something where, you know, everybody's kind of, you know, drugged up. Everybody's sad. The president sucks. You know, everything's kind of horrible, and, and the music kind of reflects that. But I, I feel that also there's always been a tradition, an unfortunate tradition because of the way the circumstances have never really changed in the black community of where music was always a solace. You know, you kind of went there for, you know, positive vibes, for fun vibes. Yeah. And I feel that to a certain extent in the, in the trap era, we kind of lost out a bit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, again, I love Future, but Future's depressing as shit. Oh, yeah, you know, yeah. things like that. But what I like about, like, The Baby, what I like about fucking Megan Thee Stallion, you know, these are, like, fun raps. These are raps where it's just like, you know, you hop in the car with your friends, playing the radio loud, and we're driving to a park. Yeah. And I, and I like that return to that kind of hip-hop, you know, that's like, you know, it seems to be perfect. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. And, and, and like the most interesting about thing about the baby is like he's cheeky, but he's not campy. Yes, you know? yes. <laughs> Whereas, like, somebody like Lula is like campy as fuck, which I love. You know, like, like Ludacris, you know, because I, I like and respect the fact that he is campy in hip hop. You know, which is hip hop and campy just don't go together. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, like like he, his lyrical style is just like playful and it's just very engaging. But also too, like on this album, he hit on a lot. You know, his father died. Uh, fairly recently uh, and he kind of like hit on that and like he you know like the album's named Kirk which I believe is for his father uh, so he like he was able to even like play some of those dramatic like tones um, in a way and balance it out, out some of the, the you know maybe the more the the Happy, here, yeah, dead, you know, like more playful beat, stuff, yeah. uh, with some of the, the the tributes to his father, you know. So I, I yeah, I, I I just saw a lot of promise in this album. You know, I'm not saying like it's my favorite album. It may, it might. I don't know what's going to happen this year, but it's it's an album that really surprised me. And you know, I think, yeah, yeah, it, it's dope. And, and for me, I, I think that I actually like Baby on Baby the first album a little better. I think because uh. With that album, it was a little bit. There were no real features on it. Yeah, it was just. I think Son of Four. I forget Son of Son of Four Gun. I forget his his uh his homeboy. But it was basically him and like like it was basically just you know guest appearance free. Yeah. Where this one you have Nicki Minaj, you've got Migos, and it doesn't necessarily take away from the album. But I feel that it's like you know they were just they. <laughs> it he, brings he, it down a little. Yeah, bit. and that's I, the thing, and and I think they didn't because like I said, his his string of guest verses, he's killed it. Yeah, like the only one I probably would have wanted to hear him on there is with Megan Thee Stallion because I thought he killed her record, and I feel like they go together because they're yeah. both rapidly ass rappers. Yeah, so it'd be cool to kind of have like a Trick Daddy Trina thing happening with both of them together. Yeah, but um, but everybody like they're kind of forgettable, and I think that's the problem. Like those guest appearances. Yeah, I think it's you know Baby at least now is best when he's kind of he's either he's 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 with somebody who kind of matches him bar for bar, which yeah. unfortunately they don't. Yeah, I mean he has so much charisma that like yeah you really have to like bring it. If yeah, you want to be in the booth with him. Yeah, exactly, and so I think that's why. I, I kind of give the edge a little bit to his album earlier this year, yeah. but it's still a great record. And it's like, you know, I'm, I'm kind of happy he's here. Like, I felt like his the, the game needed him, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, definitely. definitely. Yeah. And, and look, you know, like, uh, I was looking at the streaming, and I'm like, Suge, like, was streamed 200 million times. Like, that's insane. Yeah. <laughs> so I was like, I'm just happy for somebody like that to win, you know, because it seems like he's putting in the work. And he, you know, again, two album, albums in a year. And doing all the guest verses, like he's doing all the things he needs to do. So yeah. I'm happy when that that pays off. Yeah. So you know, props to him. Get that yeah. glow up. Get that money, black man. <laughs> Coach childish. Get that money, black man. <laughs> and on the next big record for us music nerds, it's a little little underground unknown band with some some dope hits. They've been, they've been making some waves among the music notoriety. <laughs> Salt spelled S A U L T. 
another two albums in one year thing. Oh, shit. Look at this. Yeah. Everybody, everybody hitting. Everybody. Every, this recession is fucking hurting people. They're like, we got to get this shit out quickly before the whole world changes. Gotta you know what I'm saying? Gotta keep them streams up, gotta man. Gotta keep streams up, man. Any given time, World War III is going to break out. Who knows? <laughs> so yeah. it's, a, it's a mysterious band. Um, they dropped the record, I think, in fucking March, too. Holy shit. Now, I'm trying to think about it. Yeah, it's, it's very much, yeah, in the yeah. word mirror, mirror kind of careers. But anyway, long story short, record kind of hopped on the internet mysteriously. Um, at least according to the front of the front of the record, it looks like there's three people involved. Um, there's some rumors, which I won't say on air, because I don't know if the one I say secret or not. But, you know, it seems to be involved some people who've been in the industry for a little bit, who kind of wanted to make a fun project. Um, their first record is definitely one of my favorite records of the year. It it's it, it kind of the core of it I think is still basically like funk. Yeah. But they still they branch out a lot to like let's say to like Afrobeat, but like Nigerian like Philakuti Afrobeat. They branched the last the last, that first album ended up into a straight up like neo soul song like you'd imagine yeah. oh, yeah. Neo singing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes they have like you know classic disco seventies yeah. like, like um, ELO type stuff. Yeah. So th- this record is kind of their sequel. And uh, it's interesting because they've kind of, it's still a lot of those things kind of get touched, but it's definitely a lot more focused in sound. So with that first record where you kind of have a song that sounds like almost like 60s R&B into like, let's say a Fela Cootie song, this one kind of has those elements, but all, but kind of puts it all together, kind of combines them, converges them into like just basically this funk sound that they've kind of honed down in that first record. Yeah, no, definitely, definitely. It, it, it's, it's very interesting because, yeah, like the, the last record, it, they were playing around with a lot of different sounds and a lot of different just genres. This one is way more consistent. Um, I, I feel like it's one sound and it's also this kind of like alternative R&B type sound or almost like a Childish Gambino type. You know, it's just like this... Charles you know, Gambino, really? Well, well, like living in America, no yeah. bullshit. Like I feel like those are Charles Gambino songs, like in a in a weird way. It's hard because I think when you say Charles Gambino, I'm thinking like, is it for the internet or is it you know, no. Awake My Love? That's where it's like it took me a second. I'm thinking like you know, almost kind of like a you know, um, this is America type of thing. Like that living in America and this is America are probably almost like they can be like this is America could be the B side, basically. Yeah. You know, um, but it's like this kind of like almost common r&b trope so there weren't that many surprises i felt like you like we were listening to the album and i think if you listen to the first album you were probably thinking oh they're gonna switch it up on this song and they don't yeah <laughs> and i and i, and I kind of missed that like, like again this is a, a very solid album but i, I think i do kind of miss the randomness of the first album yeah yeah and, and look this has been the most interesting project of 2019 um, they're not getting the streams enough streams to kind of warrant like the deep dive investigation and paparazzi trying to sniff them out and like hackers trying to like <laughs> figure out they oh, formed what? an LLC in Montana <laughs> yeah. in 2016. You know, but but yeah, I mean, so I I've been racking my brain trying to figure out like who this group is um, because there's no image, like there's no like press photos like like they're dropping vinyl of their last album and then they had uh the guy like somebody like holding the vinyl and they have black gloves on <laughs> <laughs> so you could tell the race or like you know any type of distinguishing <laughs> features from the hand they'll sit there you know enhance i see his fingerprints put it to the database watson so but you know the funny thing is somebody actually said like this 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 whole group is just ai 
the algorithm, yeah. which makes sense. Which makes a why, lot why, of sense. Why let the humans get all the fucking Skrilla, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I, and, and like when I was thinking about it, I'm like, shit, you that know, makes a lot of sense. It, it takes a lot of fucking RAM for this algorithm. Shit. RAM ain't cheap, you know what I'm saying? Like, DDR you know, fucking 4 and shit, you know what I'm saying? The hard drive space, the solid state drives, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Cause, yeah, because there's like different there's female voices and like sometimes you can recognize them, sometimes you can kind of place them as maybe like Solange or Santa Gold or you know, but they're like vague, right? Um, like the, the production is great, but it's just you know it's, it's different styles and like there's all these patterns that almost scream AI. Oh shit! Like, the greatest conspiracy theory of all. <laughs> so now you got AI out there making indie bands. I mean, look. It makes sense. This is how this is how it begins. Like, they all think it's gonna be Terminator Three and shit. They're gonna be a fucking rolling masses of machines out there. Yeah. But no, slowly your playlist. Yeah, yeah exactly. You know I mean, saying? we already get we're having deep fakes, right? Yeah. So, oh shit! You That's know, how to get you subliminals in there? Yeah, it's then like, it's mind control. Then we're out there we're worshiping <laughs> our robot gods. <laughs> so that might be my running theory until like somebody can prove me wrong. I mean, uh, I I know like I know people. There's a few people. Who are trying to do some some explore explorations into who these people are? It's racking my brain actually. Um, but no, I, I look. I thought this album was good. Um, like I said, not as good as the last album, but I thought it was fairly solid. Yeah, no, like it's I said, solid. I think it's it's more. I have to say with it because it's, it's been a. It's, I've like I said, I've been listening to a lot of different music, but uh, I think it's because the other ones were a lot more curveballs. Yeah, but I I have to say this one seems a little stronger, and they have a definitely idea of. But the first one that you could say argue they were still trying to fill out sounds. Yeah, yeah. Where yeah. this one they have definitely a better idea of the project is, and I think it's gonna be a growth for me. Yeah, I mean, I do have to say I kind of wish there's a bit more distance in between the album drops. Um, you know, it's, it's a bit different than like the baby, right? Like, you drop a first album and then you get like millions of streams, and like there's maybe anticipation. I feel like this that first album still needs to find its audience. Oh, it needs to marinate a little bit. I get that. No, yeah. I agreed. You know, and like now this album comes out. And I, I think that's maybe going to blur the lines for people. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, but, like, I'm sharing the first album, like, crazy. And, like, people are listening to it and enjoying it. So, like, it's it's going to find an audience. But now they have the second album. I think it's going to confuse people a little bit more. Yeah. Um, that's the only only thing. But I, I thought it was a solid album. Yeah, definitely not as good as the first album. Um but yeah, it's just it's it's still the most entertaining project of, of 2019. Maybe they'll drop a third, and this is like really the weekend. <laughs> and like, like, what do the numbers mean, fam? Yeah, it's a lot of this is all fucking losses. Five, and shit. Seven, seven, yeah, seven, skipping around. Twenty-three. <laughs> mm, <23. laughs> uh, only the algorithm knows. Oh, it's the algorithm, oh, fam. The algorithm knows. <laughs> And uh, what else? So on, on my on my on my end, my other thing I've listened to a lot of this week was uh, as a true Brooklyn boy, a lot of Chef G. So Chef G, uh, Brooklyn dude, I guess quote unquote, and then my favorite term is Brooklyn drill, mm. which I don't really understand per se, because I feel like there's always been a history of right up until like Fifty Cent popped in and was like you know. To me, you had a record like, let's say, Blowing Money Fast or Frick Ross, right? Yeah. So you always had hardcore New York City street raps, period. Yeah. End of story, period. You know, dark, you know, I'm out there, shoot you, crack files, you just, you just smell the fucking, the, the baking soda on the, fucking, on the stove. Yeah. So there was a period of time where they didn't really know how to do that over trap beats. Yeah. But you had a, you know, 50 Cent kind of showed you how to do it over a Southern beat in general. You had fucking Blowing Money Fash with Rick Ross, which is basically just fucking, you know, a member of the locks is destroying a fucking down South beat. 
and we've kind of adjusted since Bobby Schmurder. You've got yeah. you've got so the Brooklyn drill I kind of get, but it seems kind of weird to me because it just seems like the hardcore Brooklyn shit I'm used to. Just, yeah. it's just you know the, the 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 they've there's always been a history you know part of of dark, scary, sinister sounding fucking piano loops. And fucking angry ass rappers on top of it. That's like fucking alchemists, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So, but anyway, I digress. So he came out for, with his, with his uh, I guess, it's, I'm assuming this is his first, I'm not sure if this is his first mixtape, but definitely kind of off the back of his breakthrough um, the year this year, he just kind of hopped it up. It was called, uh, I'm trying to get the name correctly, The Unlucky Lucky Kid. Mm. Yeah. And uh, so basically, it's just, I don't know, it's, it's solid. It's the solid street rap, you know what you're getting. Um, he, and it, and now, like we discussed before, there's echoes of Pop Smoke, only because they both kind of have these gruff, like, shoot up voices, mm-hmm. but with Pop Smoke, you could tell there's a heavier, and it's going to sound weird, we probably should do a podcast, 50 Cent. Even though, subsequently, we kind of, you know, he's become an actor, he kind of forgot, you know, there was a period of time where he was the number one rapper, period. Yeah. Like, he was Drake level. Yeah. And I felt like, you know, we kind of forget because, you know, the beefs and yada, 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 and him arguing with Kanye and Rick Ross, and he kind of became somewhat of a laughing stock. But for a long period of time, he was making music of a high level. Even after he kind of fell off, he was still dropping mixtapes enough where I remember the Village Voice, the fucking the newspaper was on some like, 50 Cent is still doing dope shit, guys. Like, literally had to put like a weird review article about it. Yeah. And so with Pop Smoke, I feel like it, there's a lot of the stuff that he does. It's, it reminds you a lot of what 50 Cent was doing, where there's, there's some, a lot of, the, some melody ideas, mm-hmm. some flow ideas, where, you know, just it's, it's enough. And I don't want to kind of say it's commercial, but it's not as street and angry as Chef G. Like, yeah. Chef G literally has a guy in the background making gun sounds through the whole fucking album. <laughs> and uh, as a result, you know, despite the nice summer weather we have today, I'm kind of prepared for that Chef G record just because it's so dark and kind of, like, mean sounding. Yeah. And it's been a minute since I've heard a record like that. You know, even when I, you know, going back to the idea of Brooklyn Drill and all these Joel records, you know... Even as far as that's concerned, it's, I feel like it's been, you know, it's things have been changing. Like I was reading about um, basically how like the UK drill and they were saying how because the police have been kind of cracking down and actually censoring them, they've been kind of forced to kind of change the shit up and like it's not going to be as thug thuggy as it's been. So it's kind of nice to kind of, you know, go back to the idea of the baby where, and it's, I feel like we're kind of <laughs> going the exact opposite way. Yeah. In that case, it was nice to get kind of happy raps. Yeah. It's nice to get, I'll murder my enemies. You know, this is, this like I said on Twitter, this is an album that pairs well for a nice cheap beer while you plot the death of everybody you hate. <laughs> and that's why I find, I find it's a beautiful fall album. So props to Chef G. <laughs> <laughs> that's what's up. They need to put that in like the press release. <laughs> it's like, I feel it goes well for Merlot, you know. <laughs> As you read the news reports of your, of your rival getting shot in, in the Bronx. <laughs> oh, man. And on that note. And on that note. We will be out for a couple of weeks. Somebody's traveling. We're, you know, we vacation. We do things. We Bro, live lives. Trying to live my best you life. You know what I'm saying? But we're going to have a couple of special episodes into the box. And we'll see you when it gets a little bit of colder. You know, a little, little, you know, just a couple of weeks. You know, you're out there, yeah. you know. Let y'all get your, you know, transition from the summer clothes to the winter clothes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Get your Tim's ready. Get your Doc Martens ready. You know what I'm saying? Get that Carhartt. Get that Marmot jacket. Get that Bubble Goose, fam. That Bubble Goose, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Rob somebody for the Canadian Goose. We're going to give you a week or two to kind of get that popping. And we'll be back. <laughs> Stay warm, y'all. Until next time. Peace. Peace.